You're listening to What the Business, the business podcast where I interview independent business owners about success, failure, and all the moments in between. My name is Josie Barrick, and I'm your host. Hello and welcome to today's episode. We have Brittany from Weddings by Brittany um, on the podcast today. She is a wedding planner, wedding designer, and she is also the owner of an incredible event space in the in the county, Prince Edward County here in Ontario. It is called the Grist Mill and uh, it's super epic. I highly recommend checking it out if you're eloping or anything like that. It's really cool. Um, we talk so much about just kind of like being a creative business owner and managing, you know, struggles and stress in that environment of being a business owner but also being a creative thinker. And yeah, she's super cool and I love this episode. Um, we did a styled shoot last summer and if you are curious to see what the Christmas looks like you can find it all over my page, um, my Instagram page and all that jazz because yeah it's just it was such an epic shoot and she did such a good job. Um, yeah everyone did a really great job and the shoot's really cool. You can also find it on Brittany's Instagram page, Weddings by Brittany. And the Gristmill as well has an Instagram page. It's also just the Gristmill. I think there might be some underscores, but I'm sure if you search it, you can find it. Um, I'll link it all below. But yeah, check it out and enjoy this episode. Okay, today on the podcast, we have the lovely Brittany from Weddings by Brittany. Um, thanks for being on. Why don't you introduce yourself and what you do? And yeah. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Um, this is Obviously, it took a while to get us here, but I'm glad I'm finally here. Uh, I am a wedding planner in Prince Edward County, and I also own a wedding venue in Prince Edward County, which is brand new. Well, actually, it's super old. It's an old mill, um, but recently renovated, super cute, funky, love it. Um, But yeah, but first and foremost, I am a wedding planner, and um, I've been in the county now for... three years, I guess. Um, I've been in the county for three years and I started my business here in 2000 and I think fully in 2019, but technically 2018, but it took until 2019 to get some clients who trusted me, which I'm grateful for all those clients who did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So before you moved to the county, were you also doing wedding planning or what were you doing before? I was, but it was really minimal. Um, I did it on the side. I was an event coordinator before this and uh, with a company uh, in New York. And, um, but, but yeah, like as far as full-time wedding planning, I decided to do it right after my daughter was born. So she's two and a half now. And so she was born May, 2018. I started my business around October, 2018 Uh, full-time because I figured, you know what, I have nothing to lose. I'm new to this country, fresh start. Let's do it. I'd love to take that journey into entrepreneurhood. And I did. Mm -hmm. So how does it compare working for a company as a coordinator versus like now planning? There are a lot of similarities. Um, 
like regarding the organization of things, right? Like it still was, I mean, I did events versus just weddings. Now I don't do events. Mm, There's every once in a while I'll do an event. It's super rare. It's just not where my passion is. Right. Uh, so my niche really is, is with weddings, but, uh, before doing events, I did everything. So the organization of it is really similar. There's, I mean, just having to, you know, control everything, uh, that goes into an event, but, uh, the biggest difference obviously now is that I have full creative jurisdiction. Um, obviously I work with my clients and their, their style and their preferences and we go through, um, everything that they love. And then I kind of take it and, and make it my own, which is, you know, the most fun part of, of doing that. And, uh, I've recently started branching into just wedding design. So not even doing the planning. Um, I mean, I still do the planning, but it kind of is a separate branch of my business, just doing the wedding design. And, um, and it's been really gratifying. Actually, I have several people who have, done it. And that's even more exciting because I have all this creative jurisdiction that I don't know if I ever really thought I'd have. And it's just so fun. They're like, Nope, here's like a color palette. I like, and then whatever else you decide, here you go. And I'm like, this is the best. (laughs) So is that your like ideal client, someone that just comes to you with an open mind or do you prefer clients that challenge you or do you prefer um, clients that kind of have clear vision, maybe trends, things that you like, what's, what's the ideal? I'm just curious. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, I think I'm so used to having both. I have clients who are, have a super clear vision and I'm, I'm good with rocking it because I can still have, right. I still, you know, can make it my own, um, on like the day, as far as like, as far as like, you know, some design aspects go and they trust me with it. Um, but then I have clients who have literally no clue what they want at all. And it is challenging and I do like it, but then I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know. It's like, it's like pulling teeth. I'm like, what color do you like? What's your favorite color? <laughs> Give me your color, but blue, but you know what? I don't know if I like blue for my weddings. And I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. We'll figure this out. And, um, I don't know if I really have a preference because I, one, I do like to be challenged, but too. I mean, I guess I do like a little bit of direction too. Right. Um, cause it's their wedding. It's their day. I can't yeah. be like, well, I'm just going to pull out all the neon and here you go. Yeah. Cause if they, you know, hate the neon, then obviously it's no good for me. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. It's hard because I have ideal clients that are the type of clients I market to very specifically, but then I also have ideal clients that are nothing like those people, but they're ideal for like different reasons. I think sure. it's fair. Okay. So I, Go ahead. I was just going to say, because every client's good to work for, for different reasons. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I completely hear that. I think that, um, I get asked a lot if I, if like by, with inquiries, um, from potential clients, if I am able to do like a more classic look <laughs> and they're get asked that all the time. They're like, are you willing to do more of like a neutral, you know, look, uh, versus kind of something a little, you know, funkier, which is, I know what you're used to and that's your comfort zone. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Right. Like it doesn't necessarily design isn't everything in a wedding. Right. I also love the organization of things. I love connecting with, um, new vendors too. Right. I like going to different areas and, you know, I like, the, I like the process. The process is really mm-hmm. fun. It's not just about the design. It's 
really about um, connecting with your client and knowing that you can make their day really special in whatever way they need, because everybody has different priorities. Some people are like, I do not care about the way my table looks at all. And I'm like, okay, that's all right. Right. Yeah. So you're right. When you say that, like, I feel that as well, that, you know, people are, it's, it's different with every client and um, every client is uh, they have like their own needs and I'm super happy to work around whatever they, whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so speaking of like the organizational aspect, obviously you have a varying number of schedules, um, things to keep track of lists, all that type of stuff. How do you stay on top of all that? Because I know like a lot of creatives tend to be less organized in that <laughs> aspect. So what, how do you do it as a business? Cause it's basically, it is your business. So what, what tips and tricks do you <laughs> use? <laughs> um, this is, that is really valid because I feel like first I'm a creative. And second, I'm organized. (laughs) So, (laughs) which is not always common for wedding planners. Wedding planners tend to be just more organized and they Mm -hmm. love the coordination aspect of everything. And me, I love the style of everything, right? And that's what got me into this is like thinking of all the, you know, creative things and, you know, wanting to design weddings. And (laughs) I struggle. I'm not going to lie to you. I... (laughs) I struggle with the organization aspect of it. Not, I mean, I have tons of spreadsheets and I have um, folders with files, but uh, I think this is the first year I've, I've really kind of almost been like, okay, I need a new organizational system. And it, and it, a lot of it is because 2020 clients have moved into 2021. Mm -hmm. So I really do have double the clients. I think my workload is, it's maybe a little bit too much um, just because it's, you know, but that's kind of the way it fell. Right. I already had 2021 clients and then I already had 2020 that moved in 2021. So now I'm kind of like, Oh my gosh, there's just so much. So I stay on top of it actually with HoneyBook and this is not a plug, a plug for HoneyBook, (laughs) but it's like, it really does help me. I, I have to weekly look at my active projects and be like, okay, what's coming up? Like what's, what am I missing? What's, you know, going on here? Because if I just relied on say my spreadsheets and uh, my like physical files that are in front of me, I think I could easily miss it. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I'm not really looking. So that's kind of like this HoneyBook's been a lifesaver for me where I can like look in and be like active. Oh my gosh, I haven't followed up on so-and-so in you know, two weeks, I have to do that. And, um, and so, yeah, it's definitely difficult. Ask me again in 2022. I'm hoping that it'll be just a teeny bit easier, but, um, but I guess we'll see. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have a CRM. It's on HoneyBook, but it just helps helps you look at the overall picture of yeah. the year and what that looks like, which is yeah. a little bit easier than, you know, because if you just do it on your own, I feel like it's you more focus on individual couples yeah. or individual things, whereas the business management or whatever software actually gives you the overarching yeah. look of everything you're going into. Yeah, exactly. Like, and when I look at things, like when I have things on my own physically in front of me, that used to really work for me. I used to be like total pen and paper. You know, my intake forms were just pen and paper. Everything was pen and paper. And I was like, I have binders for people. I have, you know, this, 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 everything's so great. And then I, I think it was, I was transitioning into, I mean, COVID made me transition into doing everything 
you know, with a program because I was like, I actually, it's gotten to that point where I'm like, there are so many different variables and people have been rescheduled so many times. And there's just, I mean, and just the protocols that are in place now, regulations and just kind of trying to keep and stay one step ahead, trying to, you know, organize, you know, food tastings during a lockdown when we're obviously not allowed to do that and having to then follow up eventually and be like, okay, this was a task that I couldn't get done today because I don't know when I can get it done. Like Mm -hmm. having a program to remind you super important because I'm Mm -hmm. like, usually, you know, usually I'd be like, okay, well now it's time to set up a tasting. Here we go. Here's the tasting time. Like we've got this, we've organized this. But then, you know, because we can't do that and because there's an order to things and there really, there really is an order to things. Um, you know, I now have to like put other things in the forefront and then schedule a tasting later. And it's when you're used to kind of this formula for so long, it's almost like, okay, now I have to backtrack. Holy cow. Wait, did this client? No, we never did a tasting because this hasn't even happened yet. We're not even allowed. Mm -hmm. We can't do this. So it's, um, yeah. So again, ask me in 2022, I'll feel a little more prepared for that answer. So I'll be like, can do. I, can, I can do this. I am so organized now with my new program. Yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of COVID, how did it affect your business last year? Has that changed how you're going into this year? Um, cause I know a lot of people have obviously pivoted and adjusted and what's been your biggest adjustment. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> COVID hasn't been too difficult for my wedding planning business in particular. Um, it's, if anything, actually people needed more help. And so I was like, I was hired, you know, temporarily to Mm. kind of reschedule vendors because when people were trying to reschedule vendors and, you know, say they had 10 vendors and two of the vendors weren't available on the date, then they had to pick a new date and ask all the other vendors, things like that, which was at that point, a lot for couples to handle. They were like, okay, you, but can you do this? Like, I can't do this. I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't send 17,000 emails a day when I'm trying to, you know, pivot my own life here and work at home with all my kids and do this. And, or, you know what I mean? Just, just trying to readjust to like a new life anyway. And, and so that for me was, um, it was good as it was actually kind of a fun challenge for me as well. Right. Um, and it allowed me to connect with some vendors I hadn't connected with in a while. Um, but it's like I said, having double the weddings in 2021, that part was super unexpected. And I was, you know, a little, I'm a little nervous about it, but, um, but then uh, a lot of people are now kind of shifting to elopements and they're like, Oh, okay. Well, actually, you know what? I've decided instead of this hundred person wedding that we're definitely not going to have, let's do like just a simple elopement with just the two of us or just me and my parents and, or us and our parents. And I'm like, okay, great. So at least like, I, I think as time goes on, um, you know, I'll know a little bit more about 2021 as far as like COVID goes and you know, where I'm, where I'm standing with that. But uh, it hasn't affected ultimately. Oh my God. Like we're going to have to backtrack and erase some of those things, but ultimately COVID hasn't really affected my business as much, um, as it has others, like other vendors, things like that. Nobody except for maybe two people ask for a refund, um, which was, you know, I'm super grateful for because, you know, that's tough when, you know, like you have deposits and, um, 
Yeah. And you have to refund them, right? When that's yeah. kind of, this is our industry, this is our bread and butter. It's, it's difficult to do that. So, but I mean, for the most part, I got off a little bit easier than, than some people did. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I know like the restrictions made certain jobs in the industry harder to do than yeah. others. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, going a little bit further back to the beginning of this conversation, talk about your transition from once you kind of had those first few clients that trusted you and they're like your, you know, early starters that get you kickstarted, transitioning from them to actually going full-time, what did you do in that process to get more clients? Uh, I worked uh, on my Instagram and (laughs) I finally hired somebody to do my website because I was failing miserably at my website. And I was like, I'm not paying anybody to do my website. And now forget it. I have this website designer who is, I, I probably couldn't live without, like uh, she did a wonder for me or they, but mostly, um, it's a husband and wife team. They're the Mm. sweetest. I love them. And, uh, but she does most of like the interaction with me and most of the work for me. Right. And she is easy to work with. Now I can just be like, okay, I really need this, this, this updated. And she's like on it and it's just easy peasy. And I love it. So I worked on my website and I worked on my social media and, um, I started doing styled shoots, which were a huge help for me because I needed content, right? Cause you Mm -hmm. can't, it's hard to start when you don't have any content. Um, it's hard to, you know, post something or like have any credentials on your website and testimonials and things like that when, you know, you just don't have anything to show. Uh, so yeah, I mean, styled shoots worked on my Instagram worked on, you know, had my website completely redone into something, you know, beautiful. And yeah, I mean, that was, that was a huge help for me connecting with other vendors as well, just reaching out and being like, I'm new to this area and I'm new, you know, to this industry here. And I really want to, um, I really, I need, let's do some styled shoots and let's do anything. Right. And, uh, they were super open. I had this particular group actually, that was really, uh, really wanting to get into, um, doing more style shoot. They had kind of already started. They didn't have a planner in their little group. It was a photographer, makeup artist. Um, there's two photographers actually a makeup artist, um, and uh, an owner of a bridal store and a uh, hairstylist. And they started doing style shoots and they were like, yeah, like, we'd love to invite you in. They were super open. And it gave me kind of an opportunity to, uh, work with them and they were, you know, they knew the area, they knew all the venues. So it wasn't something I had to, you know, like I, I really was lucky. I was lucky mm-hmm. that I had such a warm group welcoming me in and I still work with them sometimes, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, so they kind of gave me my first bit of content, which was mm-hmm. amazing. And when you were creating that content, what were you focusing on? Um, like, did you like mm-hmm. caption wise, tag wise or anything like that? Ooh. If you remember, it's fine. Or like what you're doing now or like what's helpful to your business in particular. So yeah, I I think at first I was learning how to do style shoots. I didn't, I don't think I was, I knew what I was actually doing aside from like, you know, helping organize it. Right. Uh, I didn't start getting into tablescapes until a year ago, maybe, or like it was maybe like, I don't know, but maybe a little over a year ago, I started getting into the bigger design picture of things. Right. And, um, I don't know why at first I kind of thought like, 
you know, it's all about planning. It's all about organizing. And, uh, and I wasn't really getting to flex my design at all. And, um, and then I don't know, one day it just clicked and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do a shoot that's like totally based on my full design. And I did that around a year ago and, uh, it was, it was wonderful. And I realized that like, I needed to continue doing that. And Mm -hmm. that's really where my niche was. And that was really where people started noticing and my following started growing. I mean, it's not huge right now, but it definitely started growing a little bit because people were noticing me and I love that. And, uh, so yeah, anyway, um, tablescapes are kind of my thing. I love doing them. And that's usually where I try to focus tablescapes, any kind of like design aspect that's, that's super fun and funky. Obviously, you know, I like incorporating neon into things. One particular neon piece, I like to put anything in front of it and I'm like, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and so, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of where I'm focused now. So whenever I do a shoot, I, I can't do a shoot without having some kind of table. Cause I'm like, no, I need, this is like where my, my real niche is right. And where mm-hmm. my joy sparks from. So nice. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Um, do you outsource anything in your business? So I guess I, yes, I pay good money for, my website designer who doesn't just design websites. She does SEO and everything like that. Um, Kasama marketing. She's amazing. Uh, so I, I, yes, that's one thing I outsource completely. I can't even edit anything on my website. I am so technologically challenged that it's ridiculous. So, and I, and a good website is everything. So yeah, people yeah. do not think it's worth it. You're crazy. It is so worth it. You have to have a good website. I know people say like, oh no, my Instagram is great. I don't even need a website. Oh, forget my website. No, people look at your website. They do. And most people who inquire with me say, I love your website. Like that's, it's really beautiful. And even if they already follow me on Instagram, right? Um, So super important, obviously. Uh, And then I outsource uh, like my bookkeeping and things like that, right? I mean, HoneyBook is everything to me. I think I need to outsource a little bit more within my business as far as like doing certain like little things, but I have real control issues. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like with my clients, I'm like, I can't do it. I do sometimes if I uh, double book, like for instance, um, 2021 was, is a big double book year. Uh, unfortunately, it's just kind of how it happened. Um, but I do have coordinators that I use and certain um and like other assistants and people Mm -hmm. to go in on the day of, and I do all the pre-planning, but I have them go in and it's wonderful. So I'm grateful for that for sure, because I can fully trust them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you can't be in two places at once. So. Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Or like the, at the very least you would not want to go to one to set up at like 5.00 AM so that you could get to the other, (laughs) like, you know, whatever, 10 or like, I would never. No. Oh my gosh. No. I would never. Although like sometimes I'm so controlling. I think about it. I'm like, you know what? I should really be there. I need to go. I definitely need to be there. I think a lot of us could work on that as in, at least as independent business owners. I think there totally. is a major feeling of like need to be in control of everything all the time. Well, people represent like whoever you hire. Mm, I mean, it yeah. represents your business, right? It represents you yeah. and not them, you. So it's kind of like, yeah, no, it's such sure. a, yeah, it's such a thing. It's, 
like, and I'm always in my head about it. Right. I mean, it's hard because there's certain things I've always wanted to outsource. Like I've always wanted to outsource uh, some things on my, like Instagram. I could definitely yeah. get better on Instagram. I am like, I see people and their TikToks and their reels. And I'm oh, gosh. Like, oh, <laughs> I want to do that so badly, but I can't. But then I think, you know, a good friend of mine's always like, look, you just need to outsource. You just need to outsource. Just mm. do it. And I'm like, oh, I can't. What if they post something I don't like? What if the yeah. TikTok is stupid? I'm like, and then I like pay for that. I would just be really disappointed, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like trying it out, but it is hard. Yeah. And it's also like tricky because how do you know when you're ready for that? as a business owner, like financially, exactly. what's the gain? Sure. Like that can be also a big um, factor in holding people back from outsourcing, I think. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Before this started, uh, before well, before this started, before the pandemic started, I started expanding my team a little bit, right? And I wanted to get coordinators who were, um, who I could actually um, make planners. And then we could mm-hmm. have a cute little, you know, cute little business. Yeah. And that was kind of the direction I was going and I was willing to pay for people to, you know, go through courses and I was willing to pay for, you know, like them to learn. And, um, then the pandemic started and I was just terrified. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen when this is, you know, going to be over. And, you know, so I think that too, it's almost triggering. Like, I think okay, I could really, especially right now, I could really stand to outsource some things. Um, but I like immediately I'm like, what if I start paying somebody and then I can't pay them anymore? Mm, and I've yeah. guaranteed somebody is a job and no longer is that a thing, right? So yeah. I, I think that's true like in general in business. And then I think it's even more, you know, true now as far as COVID goes. It's kind of like it's just like a waiting game, you know, mm-hmm. to see like I want to see my business flourish like that. I still do want to have, you know, just a team of people, um, you know, with weddings by Brittany and it would be amazing, but it's like, you know, it's kind of where we're all a little bit on pause right now. I yeah, think. for sure. Yeah, for sure. I can't take any pictures right now. So I'm not even like marketing myself too much. Cause I'm like, it feels sleazy. Like can't even yes. work. It's just so odd. I feel in this weird time warp right now. It's so bizarre. And I didn't last lockdown, but this lockdown is just really got me confused. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I completely hear you. It does. I like, I appreciate that you said it feels sleazy. It's a good word. Yeah. (laughs) It really does. My partner's like, no, it's not sleazy at all. It's like, but I can't like, if someone's like, Hey, you're doing this promo. I I have to be like, yeah, you can book me (laughs) after whatever date is that I don't even know. Like it's weird. Well, Oh my gosh. I, yeah, I can totally relate to you because like, that's what I think when I start advertising myself, like the only thing I feel like advertising right now is an elopement. And even that I'm just kind of like, you know what? I just want to see where we're going. Like, I don't, I don't know. Nobody knows. And when I see people and I, and I'm so judgmental sometimes when I see people out there just advertising and pushing so hard Mm -hmm. to book weddings, I almost am like, I'm, it's, it's a little cringeworthy. And the word that always comes to my mind is sleazy. Cause it's yeah. like, why? Like, just yeah. let's, let's all just like, wait a little bit. Like, I know it's hard and this industry has suffered greatly, but it's also so kind much, of like, yeah. 
you know, you want to like look professional for the clients and you want to look professional with all your other vendors too. It's, yeah. it's, and it's a hard line, you know, cause some people are just like, well, I'm just kind of advertising because I feel super casual about it. And I have super high hopes for vaccines to come being injected in my arms tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I don't see a problem with this. And I'm like, okay, it's great. But like, for me personally, I'm kind of, I'm in that boat of, you know what, I just rather not advertise too much right now. I, yeah it like influenced me to put on my highlights, my services and my prices so that, you know, people can see instantly, like kind of what the investment is and, you know, where my services are at for 2022. But like, as far as 2021 goes, it's just, I think it's a, I don't want to book anymore. I'm kind of like, you know, I think, I think we all need to just yeah, see what's going to happen first. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. I'm kind of towing the line a little bit a few, a few posts, a few, every few posts, I'm kind of towing the line with like an advertising type post, but I try and make it like more helpful than anything. Um, but I've had a number of weddings already pushed back to 2022 and I'm getting married in 2022. So I'm also like, I really want to book 2021 so I can give myself some time off. (laughs) Oh my God. What, what's your date? So we actually have, we don't have a date. I won't, I won't say just because we have two possible dates right now. Okay. It is exciting. It's like miserable also trying to oh. organize things right now. I'm like, cause there's so many venues that I've been inquiring with and everyone, I'm just like, I'll wait until I can come tour it. Like, I don't want to commit Yeah. right now, I, but then yeah. I don't want to be floating in La La Land because obviously people are booking for 2022 already and people are changing so there's a part of me that has anxiety not having it solidified it's just a weird place to be in oh I totally understand um we have people inquiring with the grist uh daily like so many I mean we probably get like 60 inquiries a week which is wow it's out of control Good for you. Oh, I know. Right. Like I, Tatiana, uh, she's my events coordinator at the Chris and like, I thank God for her. I could never do it without her. She answers every inquiry. Really. She's really prompt. She does, you know, virtual tours, which is amazing. Um, but the feedback we get also is like, I, I was so ready to commit and then we did the virtual tour and I love it so much, but now I'm sort of like, but I can't see it physically. So mm-hmm. this is so difficult when I can't see the space physically and now we have to wait. Right. So gosh, this lockdown is going to end and we're going to have like 6,000 <laughs> tours <laughs> every yeah. day. It's going to be a new tour. We're going to yeah. have to stack them, which is, you know, it's good. There are worse problems to have. That's for sure. Um, but you know, it is, it's hard because again, like same brides are like, or grooms or couples are literally like, I can't, um, like, I, I just want to book. I don't know. I feel like I'm in limbo. Mm-hmm. I'm going crazy. Like yeah. I need to book something. <laughs> Something's yeah. got to be booked. Yeah. How can I pick a date? If I yeah. can't pick the venue, like I love this venue, but I need a date that it's available and I can't book my photographer because then say the venue's not available then. And I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, this is a real struggle for you. I, mm-hmm. I feel you. It's very odd. It's very, very odd. <laughs> yeah. Especially cause I'm not like a great like planner organized type person that's so not me so I'm like it's just very weird but that's okay it'll figure itself out I'm sure (laughs) Uh, I just as a planner I just really (laughs) it's fine 
<laughs> That's laugh worthy. No, it won't figure itself out, but you will figure it out for sure. It yeah. will like, <laughs> I have so much faith in you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, it'll yeah. be good. It'll be good. But yeah, it is. It's also kind of funny now though, because I do have evident the other perspective because so rarely, or I think in a lot of industries, you do have experience being on the other side, but that's the one thing that's unique about a wedding industry is that unless you actually have been married or planned your own wedding, like you don't really know what it's like on the other side. It's um, true. So this will be an interesting journey. I most definitely am yeah. like, uh, have so many plans to turn this all into like more marketing ideas. Cause now I'm going to be more experienced. <laughs> <laughs> If you ever need any help, you know where to find me. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. It's kind of like as soon as people, and a lot of the time, this is what I hear all the time, uh, is if people, when people plan their own wedding and they're like, they've gone through it and they're like, that was a true whirlwind. I'm suddenly now confident that I could be a wedding planner. <laughs> yeah. It cracks me up because <laughs> they feel like they've been through this battle. They're like, I can't believe I've done this all by myself. This is amazing. I just endured this year of my life of utter hell. And now I suddenly want to do it again because I'm like, hey, I bet you I could do this. Like this was, yeah. I need an opportunity to like fix the mistakes I made before and then also mm. just like do it. Cause you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I do have a question about like your clients and communication, because if yeah. you have a lot of clients that you're constantly coordinating for, um, how do you keep that communication line strong with each client? Um, well, I answer my emails 6,000 times a day <laughs> <clears throat> as they are always rolling in. Yeah. Um, Honeybook obviously helps me, right? It never lets me forget that I have, uh, you know, things to answer and, and, and stuff to do. Um, I, I'm open to like, when I first get a client, I say, you are allowed to spam me with whatever, like you can text me, you can call me, leave me voicemails, you can email me. It's, it's like, feel free always, because sometimes I take a couple weeks to, you know, while I'm doing things in the background um, and kind of working on vendors and quotes and things like that, they don't hear from me for a couple weeks and mm -hmm. they start to get a little panicky. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, you don't have to get, just send me a text like, hey, what's up? And I'll totally respond. But to me, you know, I'm always like, well, I'm working on this and they can't see it. So they're just waiting. Right. Um, yeah. So, so I, I welcome the spam, right. And just making sure that they feel comfortable, um, texting or calling or emailing anytime. And i I always will, you know, answer my emails, but it's, um, and that works better than me having to remember to update them every step of the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I usually don't have, um, I, I think it's smooth and it's pretty good and it's simple to write an update email. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what's one thing that's really leveled up your business that's taken it from kind of like zero to a hundred or yeah. Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, I think with every Styled shoot I do. I think this is a twofold answer because I think mm -hmm. with every styled shoot I do, I meet new people and I try to make it 
you know, all over the place. A lot of the time I use vendors from kind of everywhere for shoots. And so everybody's getting to meet each other, right? I don't like to necessarily use the same vendors um, that I always do. I kind of like to keep it, you know, funky because I like it when um, we can all like when we meet new people and new mm-hmm. styles come into play and uh, it keeps keeps it interesting, right? Uh, so I think with every shoot I do, I meet new vendors who I can then, you know, use later for weddings as well mm-hmm. or hire later. Um, and and I love that. I think that's really helped me. Uh, I have vendors now from everywhere and just like the sharing, right? Like sharing posts, sharing, you know, yeah. um, like, like Instagram posts and names in general, I get a lot of recommendations, uh, from my vendors. Like somebody will hire, you know, a makeup artist that I've worked with and they'll be like, um, and they'll reach out and be like, Oh, so-and-so, you know, mentioned that she'd worked with you, you know, on a styled shoot and says that you're super talented. And so here, like, like how's that, like send me your services, whatever. And so, that's, that's been really helpful for me, like doing the shoots and meeting new people and kind of switching it up and having my name out there with them and um, getting to know everybody from everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess just every, every wedding I plan, I, I learn something new. Right. And I'm sure you feel the same way, like with photography, everything, every time you shoot, you learn something new. You're like, okay, I can do this, this angle, this yada, yada. So I think that for me, it's, I, I love learning and I love kind of growing too. I love evolving. And so I take every wedding that I'm planning kind of as an opportunity to evolve. And um, I think that's definitely leveled up my business. I mean, I, I now can say, you know, no to things that are totally unrealistic. And because like I've had experience in, in being like, you know what, like this is unrealistic. I actually can't do this for you. And I feel good about it. Right. And, um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, just every wedding I do, I learn something and I can apply it for the next one. And I think that coming out with confidence with my clients and saying, actually, like, this isn't going to work is helpful too, versus mm-hmm. always being like a yes, a yes person, right? Like, yes, I yeah. can definitely do this. Um, and I think it shows something um, to the client that's always been very helpful. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it shows that you're an expert. It just re-solidifies that you know you know what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you have any tips or advice for either wedding industry people or someone starting out in wedding planning or just in general to business owners too? If you're starting out as a wedding planner, my suggestion, big suggestion, which helped me years ago, uh, was be an assistant, like Mm -hmm. ask, reach out to wedding planners um, that, you know, or you admire and, you know, you like reach out to them. It can't hurt and say, I'm looking to get into wedding planning. Do you need an assistant for any of your weddings? Because as a planner assistance, good assistance for the day of are really hard to find. And, um, it's always helpful to have somebody who's hungry to learn. Mm. And so when they're hungry to learn, you know, that's obviously it's helpful. Uh, so that for sure, reach out, be an assistant, try to assist in several weddings because you kind of get, you get the idea of what it's like to, you know, be, you know, in, in the wedding on the day of, and see what your actual duties are. Because I always feel like that's kind of like the biggest question for people starting out is what do I do on the day of? Like, how do I direct vendors? Cause you know, weddings go off without planners 
all the time and it's, yeah. it's good. So that's a big learning opportunity. And then, um, you know, you don't have to be certified, but it's important that you get some background and it's important to get certified. And it's easy to say, I can do this without being certified. I'm super organized. I can do this. I can, you know, read all the blogs, but I really strongly recommend getting some formal training. It's mm -hmm. helpful. Yeah. Um, and then what was the second one? <laughs> had a lot of advice there. That's great. And I've had that before. People have answered with that before, which yeah. I think is like really valuable. It is. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, those are the two biggest things. I was so grateful for my formal training and I was grateful for, you know, for assisting with people who I admired. I was like, oh, okay, this is amazing because in it, it's not, I'm never worried about somebody copying me. People ask a lot if I'm concerned about being, or like other um, planners in the area. We have so few planners in this area. I don't, I've never ever thought to myself, oh, I have a ton of competition. It's not even something that's mm -hmm. ever crossed my mind. Um, so people are like, oh, are you worried about more planners coming into the area and it being, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, I mean, I like, I welcome it. I think it's great. I think there's enough, you know, there's enough weddings for everybody. We live in Prince Edward County. Weddings happen all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> yeah. All the time. And a lot of the time year round. And I say no to a lot of weddings because I don't have, you know, the date, whatever. Um, and I'm not worried about anybody kind of mimicking my style or mimicking anything that I do because I, I consider myself relatively unique in the industry. And then I consider a lot of other planners pretty unique in their little niche. Right. So yeah. I think that it's, if anybody is worried about, um, reaching out because they are afraid that planners are going to think they're stealing their business or something like that. Don't be concerned about that. I don't think anybody feels like that. People are going to be like, yes, I will. I would love to, you know, share my insight with you. I would love to um, have you assist me on the day of, I think it could be really cool for us to have some kind of partnership. And then if they ever have the date available, maybe they'll assist you one day when you're, you know, full on wedding planning and have your own clients. You know, I think it works just like with any vendor. I think it works well to have really good relationships and, mm -hmm. um, and to start out with, with creating these relationships with other planners. It's a good idea. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brittany, for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate you taking this time and, um, yeah, thanks for your wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I hope it was definitely full of wisdom versus like, yes, <laughs> Oh, I'm totally, I'm a planner and I'm unorganized. <laughs> we had a good mix of all things. So <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. No, thank you for having me. It's so flattering. Yeah. Thanks for listening in. Remember to check us out on Instagram at what the business podcast. See you at the next episode.